What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming at you guys with part two of our October special. Uh, we've only done two episodes this month because we both have crazy busy Octobers. Um, but uh, yeah, we're doing franchises. We started off the month doing the Phantasm franchise. We had a great time talking about them. Uh, and this week, we're bringing you guys Final Destination. Yeah, a franchise that spanned from the year 2000 all the way up to 2011. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that Final Destination 5 came out 11 years ago. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. No, it doesn't. I think there's a new one coming out next year. I think I don't know if I'm excited for that or not. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah before we start talking about these five movies. What uh, have you been watching? Um, so I have been watching not much. So uh, I was in Italy. Yes. Um, so I didn't watch too much, even though I had like an eight-hour flight, but well, two eight-hour flights. <laughs> um, first one I watched was Halloween, the Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, the first watch for me. Nice. Um, wasn't that great? <laughs> As you can see, <laughs> two or five uh yeah um watched oceans 11 on the plane great movie Very nice. i haven't seen it in a while uh i watched the bad guys on the plane as well uh really liked it uh yeah. animation was cool story was cool yeah i enjoyed it but i also watched uh kimmy on the plane mm-hmm. which is a movie that came out this year and uh i really enjoyed it actually it's kind of like a thriller i don't know yeah have you seen it? No, it's one that I've wanted to watch. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. Yeah, I think it's on Crave. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was good. And then finally watched uh, Halloween H2O 20 years later. That uh, was also a first watch for me. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. The masks fucking blows ass. <laughs> but uh, I thought like this, some of the kills were cool. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. So. Nice. So when you said you watched them on the plane, like were they available to watch or did you have them downloaded? No, they were available to watch. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a decent plane then. Yeah. That was like the closest thing to horror they had. <laughs> it was Kimmy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what have you been watching? Well, I was not in Italy. No. And I'm off work right now due to having the babies. So I have lots of spare time. So I watched a lot. I'm not going to go through them all. Okay. Um, I did watch a lot of 2022 movies, horror Mm -hmm. movies. Um, So I'll go through those. I watched Werewolf by Night, which is that short 54-minute movie on Disney+. Plus. I really enjoyed it, as you can see. Gave it a four-star. I would like to see them do more of this. Like I would like to see For Marvel sure. Marvel branch into this kind of uh, outlet. Um, I watched Grim Cuddy, which is also on Disney Plus. Never heard of it. I just, well, yeah, it just came out. Obviously, um, I reviewed it on Letterbox, and I said uh, they basically like took the whole Momo craze that happened two years ago and just kind of ran with it. But like two years too late. Like this movie should have came out two years ago. Yeah. Might have been a little bit more relevant. Um, I watched Dario Argento's new one called Dark Glasses. Nice. It, it's all right. I mean, it's a Dario Argento movie, so yeah, 
if you like his movies, you might like this, but I think I need to give up on Giallo because I just, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Um, I watched Jeepers Creepers Reborn and it is a strong candidate for like worst movie of the year. Jesus. It was fucking terrible. Like worse than three? Worse than three. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, no, it's like leagues worse than three. Wow. I mean, you you have to watch it. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, you've seen the first three. You got to watch this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Halloween Ends. Nice. Again, not a huge fan of it. I'm not jumping on the whole bandwagon of like hating on it, but it just yeah. it wasn't good. Mm. I liked the end of it. A lot of people complained about the end of it. I personally liked it, but okay. As a whole, it's not a great movie. Um. It's not a 2022 movie, but I have to talk about Baskin. Uh, I got this from Raven Banner Entertainment. Um, we love these guys. This movie is fucking insane. <laughs> insane. Um, Raven Banner is known for releasing like very crazy, gory, and just like weird movies. Yeah. Um, this one is up there. Okay. okay. If not, they're weirdest fucking movie that i've ever seen really wow like for that yeah. from them yeah um i i bought it so i can let you borrow it because I, I don't know if you can find it anywhere but uh yeah. yeah it was it's a fun watch i really enjoyed it uh right here vhs 99 it was not good i had high hopes for it because vhs 94 was really good i think yeah. anyways um but yeah no this one did not hit the mark for me. Um, I watched Piggy, which is another 2022 horror movie. <laughs> it's not what I thought it was, uh, but it was good. I probably would never watch it again. That's why I didn't really give it the heart. Yeah, okay. um, but I mean, it was it was good. You really felt bad for the main character that's in yeah. it. Um, and then lastly, I watched Terrifier 2. Jealous. Jealous. Uh, yeah man this movie i had so much fun with it yeah um i don't know if it's still playing in theaters in ottawa but if it is i would definitely try and get in and watch it yeah i think it's only playing at uh landmark yeah yeah get there before it leaves i know i'm hoping to get there sunday to watch uh halloween ends and terrifier too nice yeah i just like i watched it at home um i i feel bad i don't like streaming indie movies at home if i don't absolutely have to but i just i can't get out to a movie theater to watch it um my saving grace for me losing a little bit of the guilty feeling is that i'm definitely going to be buying it whenever it comes out yeah so i mean it's not like they're losing money from me because i'm definitely (laughs) going to be purchasing it (laughs) I, i had to watch it man i couldn't fucking wait anymore like all i see all over instagram and twitter and facebook and everything is like how good this movie was yeah so yeah and yeah then i watched uh texas chainsaw massacre remake the other night fucking love that movie yeah it's good because i'm still trying to get through the texas chainsaw massacre franchise watch oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that i started like months ago and i forgot about that i was doing it that's funny. Um, but yeah, I bought Pearl on Apple TV. So I'm excited to watch yes. that. Hopefully nice. by our next recording, I'll have watched it. And Barbarians on Disney Plus now or HBO Max for our American oh, friends. 
so so many movies were so spoiled. I know. I just need Smile to get onto a streaming service. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got. Cool. So if you're ready, we can cue the theme music and dive on in. Let's do it. Like we said in the intro, this week we were talking about the Final Destination franchise, aka five movies of the most unappreciative pricks to ever grace the screen. Um, this movie franchise spanned from the year 2000 all the way to 2011. There's five movies total. Um, before we dive into this franchise, what are you drinking tonight? So I am drinking a new Flying Monkeys beer that... Uh, I haven't had yet and it looks brand new. Okay. It is called uh <laughs> off to a good start. Fluffity fluff fluff. Uh and then a bunch of symbols. Um it is a strong beer with natural cotton candy flavor. Natural cotton candy flavor. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested to see how this goes. Smells good. I don't think you like it. <laughs> I don't think I like it either. <laughs> Judging by your face, that did not look good. It's not bad. It's just not what I thought. It doesn't really taste like cotton candy that much. Okay. What, what color is it? Does it look like beer? Is it like pinkish? Yeah. Well, there's foam right now. It looks like just beer. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of the foam, I watched a TikTok the other day. And it was from a guy who, uh, what's his name? The fucking guy that does like bar rescue and all that, all those shows. Yeah. Um, apparently, cause like normally when we pour a beer, we hold the glass sideways and we like yes. slowly pour it in. Yeah. The proper way to pour it is just to like dump it in and get that yeah. head because yeah. then it doesn't, all that foam doesn't build up inside your stomach and you don't get that bloated feeling. Exactly. And yeah. Which like I thought was like crazy. I was like, oh my god! I know. Poor like, I thought here. the same thing because I on TikTok like, it was, like a year ago. I started following this like uh, this guy who is like a professional beer judge. Okay. And like he always had like these the like the proper glasses for beer, and then like yeah. he told you like how to actually pour a beer properly. Then I saw like a similar video of that where like to dump the napkin in. Yeah, that's exactly like, the one that yeah. It looks like fucked up right yeah i thought that was crazy like i always thought i was like a professional boar peer because or boar peer yeah <laughs> beer pourer um because i never had any head but yeah apparently you're supposed to have that it makes sense too because yeah. like it you're releasing lets your that. beer like breathe properly and all like gases like work so the flavor comes out right yeah exactly yeah. fuck yeah. all right i'm drinking a Who's it from? Grand River Brewing Highballer Pumpkin Ale. Nice. Um, the liquor store in my town only had two 
uh, Halloween themed beers. Um, and I drank one last night because we were supposed to record with Josh, but my internet crapped out. Um, and here's my other one. And that is pumpkin pie in a can. There you go. Very good. I also have this one um, from Nickelbrook. It's called Jam Stand. Jam Stand. And it's got a nice little bear on it. Oh, nice. Um, and it's a raspberry Berliner Weiss with vanilla and hibiscus. That sounds pretty good. It does sound good. <laughs> All right. Now that we know what we're drinking, let's do a franchise rundown of Final Destination. Let's do it. So Final Destination is an American horror franchise that includes five films, two comic books, and nine novels. Did you know that? I did not, know. Hmm. I'm interested to see how these novels are. Uh, it is based on an unproduced spec script by Jeffrey Reddick, originally written for the X-Files television series and was distributed by New Line Cinema. All of its five films are set around a small group of people who escape impending doom after one individual, the protagonist, sees a sudden premonition and warns them about a major disaster that is about to happen. After avoiding their foretold deaths, the survivors are killed one by one in bizarre accidents caused by an unseen force creating complicated chains of cause and effect. Yep. Sums it up pretty well. The first three movies kind of follow their own um, progression. Like, I got they kind of like, kind of how like with Phantasm, right? Like the first yeah. one bleeds into the second one, and then the uh-huh. second one bleeds into the third one. But then like the fourth and fifth one kind of just go off on their own world, kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. Like, no, well, I, I I get what you mean, and I, I I the fifth one was the first watch for me. Uh me too. Like, I think I've watched, I think I've definitely seen the opening scene at the bridge. See, I've never seen that. But then, like, the rest of it, I was like, oh, shit. Then they, well, we'll give away this. But the ending, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I guess, yeah, leading up until the end of that one, it's kind of off in its own world, or so we think. But, uh, yeah, um, while I was watching it, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this movie before. Um, I always thought that I had because I remembered the gymnastics scene. Yeah. But that's just like a scene that pops up in like YouTube videos and shit like that. Like yeah, yeah. everybody's seen that scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I've seen the movie as a whole. Yeah. Um, so we have a few different directors. Yeah. For Final Destination and Final Destination 3, we have James Wong. W-O-N-G, yeah. not the James Wan. Oh, really? <laughs> I was are like, being, shit. Are you being serious right now? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shit, James Wan. No, Wong. Well, that's fucking confusing. Um, this guy did the monstrosity of a movie called Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, God. Uh, he also did Jet Li's The One, which is a good movie. Um, and he did four episodes of X-Files, but he also produced uh, a, the vast majority of X-Files episodes, uh, the Black Christmas remake, the Willard remake, and a whole bunch of episodes of American Horror Story. Hmm. So he's kind of redeemed himself as a producer, at least. Yeah. Because his directing 
directing credits are great. Uh, Final Destination 2 and The Final Destination, or the fourth one. Um, they should have rethought that title. Yeah. Uh, was directed by David R. Ellis, um, who did Homeward Bound 2, which is a family movie. Um, and then he did Cellular, uh, Snakes on a Plane, and Shark Night. Um, and he was also the stuntman or stunt coordinator on a whole shit ton of huge movies like Scarface, Days of Thunder, Roadhouse, Lethal Weapon, etc. Hmm. Um, and then lastly, Final Destination, Final Destination 5 was directed by Stephen Quayle, who did Into the Storm, American Renegades, and a documentary called Aliens of the Deep. So, cool. yeah, three different directors spanning across the five movies. Um, and you can definitely tell, like, between Final Destination and Final Destination 3, you can see that, like, James Wong kind of had the same sort of idea. Yeah. And then, not to give anything away, but, like, David R. Ellis did Final Destination 2, and I enjoyed that one. And then Final Des- the Final Destination, it's like, where the hell did, like, what happened yeah. to you? I know, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah. I think just getting a bigger budget made it worse somehow. Yeah, seriously. Um, the cast, this was tough for me to do, um, because unlike Phantasm, we have like a whole different set of cast members for each movie. Yeah. Um, the only recurring actors or characters were Ali Larder and Tony Todd. Uh, Ali Larder was, uh, clear. Was it Rivers? Yeah. I was going to say that, but I was like, is that right? Yeah. So she played clear Rivers in, uh, the first two movies and then Tony Todd was in one, two, three, and five. Yeah. Who was, he was kind of like a, a red herring, I guess we could say. Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of like warning them about everything. Um, and then I just kind of picked some bigger names that like people may recognize throughout the franchise. Yeah. Uh, so in final destination, we have Devin Sawa and Sean William Scott. Um, AJ Cook is in Final Destination 2, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Chris Lemchi, Jason Moss, and Ryan Merriman are in Final Destination 3, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Zeno, Chantel Van Santen, Andrew Fischella, and Bobby Campo are in the Final Destination, and Nicholas D'Agusto and Emma Bell are in Final Destination 5. Yeah. Um, I didn't go through all of their acting credits just because it'd be way too much. So if you don't recognize their names, go ahead and look them up. <laughs> um, was there any honorable mentions that you had? Um, yeah, from uh, Final Destination 5, um, you had uh, David Keckner. Oh, right. Shit. Yeah. I forgot to put him. Yeah. Uh, PJ Byrne, he has been in like a few random movies. Um, and then I don't know if you mentioned her, but Final Destination 3, uh, what's her name? Amanda Crew. She's been in like hey. um, uh, Sex Drive. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that TV show? Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So not a lot of like big, big name actors and actresses, but. No, I'd so, say like the first movie is really the only one that had like, hmm, I guess really only Sean William Scott is really the only one who kind of went on to do. 
yeah bigger things well like obviously tony todd but like oh, yeah devin Sawall was kind of big in the 90s like he was in casper and then i he did that movie with uh jonathan taylor thomas like they were brothers mm. um not into the wild i can't remember what it was called but it was good but yeah sean william scott probably the most famous person in the entire franchise really yeah yeah um but yeah let's uh let's get into this movie discussion or franchise <laughs> discussion because <laughs> this is gonna be interesting yeah 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 <laughs> um yeah i mean for me like the first like three movies is like like there's my jam yeah growing up like even when i wasn't really into horror that much just i think the first three movies especially the third one mm-hmm. like the third one like i just i love it like it just has that nostalgic feeling for me mm-hmm. and uh yeah what about you yeah i fully agree um it's been a long time since I've watched any of these movies mm-hmm. and like going into this, I was like, Oh, I'm so excited to watch final destination Two because that movie is amazing. It's my favorite one in the franchise. And then I got watching them and I was like, God damn, I have a different favorite one. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it right now, but I was like, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting that. But like these movies were like for our generation, they were, they were the movies that like you would rent and like sit around with a bunch of people and watch them and just be like grossed out and like in shock and awe because like, Mm -hmm. especially with the first one, like this was something that we'd never seen before. Yeah. Like this amount of like blood and gore and like, there's not actually a killer. It's just like death itself is, is the killer. Um, it was a fresh idea. We just come, I've talked about this in my review later on. We just come out of like the late nineties um, surge of like slasher movies. And, and this was just something different. Yeah. Yeah. And it really didn't even get like that gory until like four or five, I feel. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, it's just cause like the CGI was like, it made it seem more gory. Like, yeah, I felt like, I don't know, in like the second movie, like there was some brutal kills, but like, I don't know. They just felt more real in the first three because I felt like by the time four came around, like the CGI was just so bad. Like Mm -hmm. it was trying 3d and like, it didn't even look good. No, it looked terrible. And yeah, I don't know if both final destination four, and five were like meant for 3d i think i think five was okay yeah because you can tell like they really tried to to push that in your face yeah yeah and it was done so poorly yeah um that's why like i hate horror movies that try and do 3d because you Mm -hmm. have to use cgi right yeah and it just it looks terrible yeah I like, think they should have chosen different openings, I think, for the fourth and fifth one. Mm-hmm. Like the first three just felt like, you know, real things that can actually happen. Like yeah. people do pass away at this, but then like, yeah. I don't four, know, four yeah. at, at the racetrack. And, and so like, stupid. 
just like I don't know, like cars flying into it, and like the stadium collapsing on people, and yeah. like like we we see crashes in like NASCAR or like stock car racing or F one racing. Yeah, when have you ever seen? fucking 15 cars come flying into the crowd yeah and yeah. tires come flying into the crowd it's just yeah. like it was just so far-fetched and stupid yeah yeah and like the bridge in final destination 5 like that could technically happen yeah but i mean if they if they're doing construction on a bridge like that i don't think they have the bridge open no do they no, no. i don't i don't think so so yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the openings of those two movies were super far fetched. Yeah, yeah. Um, how would you rank the openings by like scariness or like which one would like haunt you the most? Well, flat out, Final Destination Two. Yeah, has affected me to this day. If I see I, a log truck, I on think the- it's honestly just because that log truck. Seriously, it is. Like, if it was any other type of transport or yeah. anything, yeah, it wouldn't have that same feeling. <laughs> no, legit. And, like, yeah, I still, to this day, if I'm coming up behind a log truck, I'm passing that motherfucker. Like, I'm not even crawling up behind him. If I see it in the fucking distance, I'm getting over. Yeah. Because I yeah. just, like, ah. Uh. So, yeah, that is number one opening for me. Yeah. Uh, then three with the roller coaster. Okay, are you do you like roller coasters? I do like roller coasters, but okay. I always have this like thought in my mind like mm. this like there is so many moving parts in a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. One thing goes wrong. Yeah. And like I used to love going to like hometown carnivals and shit like that mm. and going on the rides and all that stuff. I don't do it anymore. Because yeah. like I see the motherfuckers that are running these things. And I'm like, I don't trust you. But like, if I'm going to like universal or like Disney or something like that, where like, we know that there's like mechanics, yeah. like 24 seven working on these things. I'm yeah. a little more okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do like roller coasters, but there's always just that like nagging feeling in the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's my second one. My third one would be final destination with the airplane. Yeah. Um, I don't have a fear of flying, but again, it's just, it's one of those things like a bird flies into the fucking engine. Like you never know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then, well, probably the bridge and then the racetrack. Yeah. Just like that racetrack was fucking stupid and I don't go to races. So I mean, it's not something that I really need to worry about. (laughs) Yeah. Like the demolition derby and special. I I do that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, definitely number one, the, the log truck. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the highway scene. Um, number two, probably I would say the roller coaster, even though like I'm, I'm not scared of roller coasters. I love roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I know that like the chances of it, like crashing are very slim, mm-hmm. but I feel like if it were to crash, it would, it wouldn't be like an instant death. Mm. like where it was an airplane like i've flown enough now where like i still do kind of get like a bit nervous obviously but yeah. like i don't know like there's so many flights that fly each day mm-hmm. like i know my chances are high that it's not gonna happen yeah so i'd probably put that at, th- at three and then i guess the bridge and then the, the racetrack okay now 
you've flown overseas multiple times now. Yeah. Do you find that a little more scary than like if you were to fly down to like, I don't know, Florida or something like that? No. 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 Because no. <clears throat> you're in it like so long, right? And then yeah. like, it just feels like you're just not even in a plane at some just, points, right? I was just going to say, you probably forget that you're even in an airplane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've never flown overseas, so I've never had that experience, but like, I've flown down to Cuba three times, Florida once. And yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been on a plane four times and yeah, my first time flying, like I was a little scared. Yeah. But then every time after that it just gets easier and easier. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I felt like through it with these movies, like the first three, the, the, the concept, they like nailed it perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. The way that they, I don't know, like told the story and like had like death in the story. Mm-hmm. But then like by the fourth movie, it just I don't know it's if it's because like it wasn't done well or because like we've watched three of these movies already and we know what like the I don't know the, the concept is. Yeah. It's just kind of getting like drawn out and monotonous at that point. Yeah, yeah. But like, and then in five, they kind of changed the whole script a little bit where it's like, because in all the other ones, like if you interfere with somebody's death, then it's going to skip over them. Yeah. Whereas in five, it's like, if you kill somebody else, then it's going to take your spot. Yeah. So like that person takes your death and you take their remaining life. Yeah. Which I don't know. I, I didn't like that kind of concept of it. I didn't like it either, but I fucking love the ending of Final Destination Five. Like before, Dude. like the main yeah. ending, but like, oh, okay, yeah. When yeah. when he, uh, uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but like Buddy at work, and he he thinks he killed his coworker with like the hook through his throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, so he thinks he's safe, and then yeah. they're at like the celebration of life, and one of the other coworkers comes up. And he's like, well, I guess it's for the best, and he's like, what do you mean? Well, they found like a, a tumor on his brain and he only like he could die any day now. And the guy's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. any day now. <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> the fucking airplane wheels yeah. just come crashing in. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I was not expecting that ending. No, me either. Because like I was because they keep mentioning like Paris throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And even I was like, Man, I felt like why is Paris so con- connected in like these movies? I felt they mentioned a few times. Yeah. But then this, like, oh, the guy's going to Paris. Like, what are the odds that, you know, from the first movie, like they're in Paris? Yeah. And then you see on his ticket, flight 180 to the year 2000. I was like, yeah. holy shit, really? Yeah. Like, this is I a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, it's kind of cool how they ended it. Yeah, it was different. Yeah, the movie as a whole is not good, but the way that they ended it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that uh, they brought Clear Rivers back in part two as well. Yeah. I feel like she was just like a good continuation character from the first one. And like mm-hmm. she was able to help out the characters in part two because yeah. she like lived through it, right? Excuse me. Um, and I like like the, she was in a padded room. She like um, she uh, she wasn't like forced in there. She just yeah like, asked committed herself to be, exactly. Yeah, Ad- admitted herself, not committed. 
Yeah. And then by the third movie, like, um, not to give away too much, but like the third movie I like so much about it is like, it's not just the person like who had the vision memorizing like the order it happened in, but that they can also see their deaths because uh, the main character took pictures of at the carnival. Yeah. So she has to like kind of figure out what the pictures mean. Yeah. And like how people are going to die. Yeah. Um, one thing I read about Final Destination 3 as well, um, and I have, like, I bought the five-disc set of yeah, all five movies, um, but I guess on the original release of Final Destination 3 on DVD, it was like a choose-your-own-adventure. Oh, really? So you could choose if, like, people lived or died, and it would change the course of the movie. Huh. Which, like, I would love to get my hands on a copy of that and, like, yeah. go through it and see what happens. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be cool, yeah. 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 I also think three has some of the coolest deaths. Me too. Um, like, what's his name there? Frankie. Uh, At the drive-thru? Yeah, like the sleaze ball with the, cam- yeah, the video camera. Yeah, the fucking camera. little uh, female chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, he was so annoyed. And, like, it's always these guys who are not that good-looking. Yeah. Like the Shermanator from American Pie, like just had that vibe. <laughs> yeah, but like the way he dies, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, like a fucking car engine blows into the back of his head with the fan. Yeah, like what are the chances of that? <laughs> I feel like it would just crush him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like one of the most brutal deaths I think is in this movie too is the the girls at the tanning salon. Mm-hmm. That is like one of the deaths that I always remember. Like, fuck, man, they're just in there and like they they kind of like cause their own death, right? Yeah. Because it's like little things, like she brings in the the slushy when he said not to. Yeah. They lock the door at the front because they don't want to see people like come in when they're naked. Yeah. Uh they like break turn up the, the shelf. Heat. They turn up the heat, they break the shelf and they're looking for CDs. Yeah. But they're just like trapped in those tanning salons and they can't do shit. And they're mm-hmm. just burning up as temperatures going up and up. Yeah. And like their skin's cracking and like, yeah, it's fucking, it's brutal, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, this is like, I was talking about the gore earlier. And like, this is one of those movies that has like significant amounts of that gore. Yeah. Like yeah. we get buddy, get the, the thing in the back of the head, those yeah. two girls in the tanning bed. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the, the girl gets the nail gun, like through her head and shit. Dude, that death is rough to yeah, watch. It's brutal. And then she's still alive and you <laughs> yeah. can like feel her pain. Like, yeah. Oh, she's like man. twitching. It's like yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love in the, these movies like the way that they like the shot of death like you can see death moving throughout like the room like if like water is dripping and it just like the camera follows the water going or like yeah. the wind blows and just moves something perfectly like I mm-hmm. love the the tension that the first three movies like built up to it yeah but then, like, with the fourth movie, like, at the scene where the, the mom getting her hair done, 
Mm-hmm. And like, I think they're doing too much to try and make you kind of think like, oh, what's going to happen? It's going to be yeah. this. Like, there's a fan going. There's like some stuff that fell. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the boys drop a slushy on the ground, and yeah, it's just like yeah, it's a whole bunch of shit. And they do that multiple times throughout the movie too. Like, it's not just that yeah. one scene. Like, yeah, and yeah, like you said, like. It's like they're trying to to raise that tension, but it's just a bunch of stuff that's like kind of annoying. Yeah. Cause it's it's stuff that like I mean it could happen, but like realistically in a business like that, like are they really gonna have a fan that's like dangling by its fucking power yeah. cords and shit? Like yeah. I don't know. Her death was kind of cool though. I liked it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, her sons were the ones that caused it because they're fucking throwing rocks, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I also felt like some of the people were so dumb in this movie. Like, I didn't, I didn't like any of the characters. No, me. Either. Like, even the main character and like, um, the like over the top racist guy. Like, yeah, when he dropped the N word. At the beginning, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like this, oh, I guess it's kind of like stereotypical like NASCAR rednecks, right? Yeah. They're trying to make them, and then they have like the security guard who's this good guy. And then I was like laughing so hard at the end whenever <laughs> they come into his place and he's like trying to kill hate himself. Yeah. And like they stop, he's like, sits in the bed, he's like, and I've been trying to kill myself all day. <laughs> I took I painkillers and I yeah, just puked them up. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, all of the like every movie has like the characters that we don't like, and then there's a bunch that we do like. But then in that one, I found the final destination. Like everybody, like I would have been fine with them all dying. Yeah, I mean they all they do all die, but yeah. like. Yeah. And like at the movie theater at the end, like mm-hmm. why does this construction room have just barrels and barrels of like flammable liquid stuff <laughs> and like everything around? Like it's like, okay, this like setup is too obvious. Like yeah. piles of sawdust all over the place. Like, yeah. I mean, I've never really worked construction but I'm pretty sure they clean up after themselves once they leave for the day because shit like this can happen. Yeah. And like, what are the chances that the explosion is going to line up perfectly with the movie that they're watching? Yeah. Like the timer going down and then the explosion (laughs) and the actual explosion. Yeah. Uh, um, There's a couple of eyeball deaths. Dude, Uh, the the fifth movie. Yeah. I I, I couldn't, I couldn't watch that. Well, I, I like did like the peaking. Yeah, yeah. Because like some of it, even them set him setting up. Like I'll never get mm-hmm. laser eye surgery, and especially after this movie, yeah. I won't ever get laser eye surgery. But I feel like they don't put those hooks in your eyelids, though. I feel like that's a little over the top. I mean, I hope not. <laughs> like, but uh, I thought it was a cool death, actually. Like it has the yeah. laser get stronger and stronger, and then like burns her eye out, mm-hmm. and then it's like going on her hand, like cutting through her it reminded yeah. me of uh fucking the hank scorpio episode on uh simpsons yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was as i was watching it i was like oh i gotta remember to bring this one up yeah yeah and then her eye falls out 
Yeah, and they get run over by a car. Yeah. yeah. Even in the first one, um, whenever uh, Todd with one D, he gets uh, he gets killed, and when he like falls in the tub, it's, it, it like strangles oh, him. Yeah. And then his eyes just like go bloodshot because all his blood mm-hmm. veins like pop in his eye. Like yeah, oh, that's gross. yeah. That kill right there is probably one of my least favorite in the entire franchise, though. Just the way that it all happens. It's. I think, I don't know. I, I liked it because it was, it was like the first death, right? Mm-hmm. In this franchise. So it was like kind of the first one to show like how death works. Like, yeah, it makes it seem like Todd wanted to kill himself. Right. Mm-hmm. But just like the way that the, cord wrapped around his neck and stuff like that i was like come on yeah um one thing that got really annoying for me throughout the entire franchise is the amount of deaths that were caused by water dripping onto electrical (laughs) things yeah like outlets and panels and just like uh frayed uh power cords and stuff like that yeah it was getting to a point where i was just like can you not come up with anything a little more creative than this like it it was fine for the first three movies but then like four and five it's just like rinse and repeat rinse and repeat oh yeah the the car wash scene in the fourth one i was like yeah oh my god like how dumb can you be man like and like turn your head yeah she had her head at the sunroof. It's like she put it out of the sunroof. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she can't get back in. Yeah. It's like turn your head to the side and then drop down. Yeah. It's not that fucking difficult. And like you know that your sunroof is not working properly. Yeah. And then you just go into the car wash to wipe off some bird shit that you yeah. could just like pulled over and get the fucking automatic one at the gas pump, you know? Yeah, go go to a gas station, get a squeegee. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, just stupid. It would have been sick to see her va- face get pulled off by that uh, wax. It would have been. Yeah. I wonder if there's a choose your own adventure for that movie, too. And that's one of the things that you can do. Yeah. Did you, uh, what did you think of the Clear Rivers kind of uh, um, uh, word? Easter egg in that movie. Before the before the car wash scene, um, the main girl and the security guard, I think, yeah, they pull up beside like a bus or like a bus stop, and it has like it says Clear Rivers Water. Oh, really? I didn't even notice it. Yeah, that's funny. Little homage to to Clear. No, I didn't even notice that. Um, the asshole guy's death. I think his name was like Nate or something like that. In four, yeah. Oh yes, I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to bring that up. Like, how fucking powerful is this? Yeah, his uh, name was Hunt. Hunt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's so many people in this pool. Yeah. How does nobody see that this guy's at the bottom? Mm-hmm. Just suck and sucked into the and like. Nobody notices that the the pool pump is like smoking and like yeah. rattling and shaking and yeah. As it was happening, I was like, I feel like I remember the scene, but I don't remember completely. And then I was like, Oh yeah, as yeah. the pump is like, it's like increasing its psi. So I'm like, Oh, his asshole is gonna get fucking blown out through this. Yeah, yeah, disgusting. 
I think it would be better if you would have like thrown some shit in there. <laughs> because it was sucking out his asshole, right? Yeah. Like all the air and stuff. Yeah. That would have been funny. And that, like that was gross too, because like it all comes out of the pool pump, and you can see like mm. his like rectum and shit, like just like falls to the ground. It's like, yeah, ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we haven't talked about two that much. Um, no, we haven't. I kind of had the same like feeling as you. Like number two, I used to love a lot. Like mm-hmm. it used to be one of my top ones I watched, and then I rewatched it a couple of years ago, and. I kind of didn't love it as much as I thought I did. Mm. Um, a few, a bit of it drags a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the characters, I don't know that they're okay. Yeah. But uh, some of the deaths I thought were, were pretty cool. My favorite, I think is uh, the cocaine guy who is also uh, yeah. the goalie on goon. Oh yeah. Uh, That's and right. He's on uh, Wolf cop as well. Right. Yeah, I think Jonathan Cherry is his name, I think. Oh, wow. Um, his death uh, when he's like out in the, the cornfield and then the fucking explosion happens and like shoots the barbed wire and it cuts mm-hmm. off his arm and it cuts him in half. Yeah, it was cool. Fucking sick death. It was kind of reminiscent of uh, Ghost Ship. Well, not yeah. reminiscent because Ghost Ship came out after this, but. Oh, was... yeah, I guess it would have been. Yeah, it was like that opening scene. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of brought that back a little bit in four whenever they go and see the mechanic and the the um, gas canister flies and hits the mechanic. Oh, yeah. And he flies into the fence. I, yeah, I don't I don't think that would no do like that Resident Evil type shit where no cuts cuts you like that. No, it was fucking no. stupid. Um but yeah, I mean Final Destination 2. It it that was the first movie in this franchise that I ever watched. Oh, really? Um, I hadn't, I didn't watch the first movie until like a couple of years after I watched the second one. Um, I don't know why I think final destination two just came out like closer to the age that I would be at to like actually watch these movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I was only 11 when the first one came out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was always my favorite or so I thought, but now I mean, we might as well just dive into that. Like Final Destination 3 now is my favorite out of yeah. all of them. Yeah, me too. And I think we both agree that the Final Destination is our least favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but Oh, go ahead. Yeah, like that. it's just that opening scene in, in 2, right? Like it was always at the forefront of my memory for this franchise just because it was so iconic for its time. Yeah. And it affected a generation of people so yeah. much that like, yeah. like if you ask anybody like, Hey, uh, you ever drive behind a log truck? They're going to be like, fuck mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Because of this movie. Yeah. Uh, even in the second one, they kind of start doing like the, the clues. Yeah. Like, sort of to the movie. Um, like uh, the guy that wins the lottery mm-hmm. when he's in his apartment and he, had the magnets on his fridge one of them falls off and then on the fridge it says i yeah which is kind of like foreshadowing mm-hmm. towards it but also like in the uh premonition or whatever he dies by like getting burnt burned alive pretty much mm-hmm. and um and then uh the cocaine guy um 
the girl, I think, she, was that the, was she in Jumanji? The girl in the elevator from two? Would she? She looked familiar. She might have been, actually. Um, like Robin Williams' girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, that scene was fucking insane, though. Yeah, because she gets uh, caught in the elevator. Yeah, the cocaine guy, like he's in the closet, and then like he sees on the ground like the trophy doll with like the hooks, and he's like, "Is that a clue?" And then it's like a man with hooks. Yeah, and the guy just like fucking sniffing the girl, the girl's <laughs> hair, and then she gets caught and gets her fucking head cut off. Yeah, that's brutal. Uh, I don't remember what her name was. Oh, and uh, in two, Noel Fisher was in it as well, who uh, he was a young kid that was with the family. Where the, the one cooking, that gets, the, the one that gets blown up by the barbecue. Oh, yeah, from uh, Shameless. Shameless, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck, what's that girl's name? Oh, it's Linda Boyd. Was that her? She has brown hair in her picture. That's why it looks different. Yeah, okay, it was her. <clears throat> and was she in Jumanji? Even the guy that played her son kind of looked familiar. Yeah. His death was fucking brutal too, man. Dude, that's one reason why I don't like going to the dentist. Because a plate painted glass is gonna fall on you? <laughs> no, the fucking scene before we almost fucking Yeah get that suffocated. Was nuts. And like when that scene happened, I kind of rolled my eyes too. Cause it's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Just the series of events that happens in that. Yeah. Now I get it. Like it's death doing its job. So, I mean, it's not, it's not just like a series of coincidences that are causing all this. Like it's death that's causing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she's in Jumanji. Oh, okay. She did look like her though. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, yeah Uh, I love the scene in the first one um, after uh, I probably should have wrote down everyone's dance but there's way too many fucking characters Uh, the kind of the kind of jock who his uh, girlfriend gets hit by the the bus or whatever Mm. and then he's in the car with Sean William Scott and uh, the other two and then he's like fuck it like i'm just gonna kill myself and yeah end this or whatever and he stops on the tracks and i love like sean william scott in that scene where he's like stay the fuck away from me man like he's, <laughs> he's next he's he's gonna die man and then fucking gets his head cut off yeah and i love whenever he gets his head cut off and his body staying there he still like has his kind of like it's not like clean at the neck it's yeah. kind of like right up here and you see yeah. the bottom of his fucking head yeah yeah, sick. I like I like the girlfriend's death too that you mentioned. Like she gets hit by the bus, just like the mm-hmm. series of events that leads up to it. Like they're all fighting and yeah. And she, I can't remember what she says because I watched this. Well, obviously it was the second movie, so three mm-hmm. movies ago. Yeah. Um, and she like steps off the sidewalk and just poof, blasted with a fucking bus, like Mean girl style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. What do you think of the, the teacher's death in that one? Uh, she died in her house, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of everything that led up to it. 
Uh, something her exploded. House blows up. Yeah. Something exploded and it like went into her neck. And then she was bleeding all over the place. Oh, yeah. And then she like fell, slipped. Yes. And they and grab the, the knife. towel and the knife falls down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the fucking chair falls down onto the knife afterwards and drives it yeah. even further. Yeah. I don't know why fucking Devin Sawa's character was in in the house. Like he was just making himself seem more Suspicious. like he's the one that was doing all this, right? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like he he needs to put that in the back of his mind. Like if he thinks that he can go in there and actually save her, mm-hmm. right? Like he's gonna try and do it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he pulls the knife out of her, and then he's covered in blood. He's holding the fucking knife. Yeah, just like yeah, stupid. Yeah, uh, if you were on that plane and someone in your class started saying that shit, would you stay or would you get off? <sighs> I think now I would get off. Yeah. But in high school, probably not. Yeah. I would have been like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm going to Paris. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can leave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now, I mean, I'm a little bit older, obviously. Well, significantly uh-huh. older. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I would probably think about it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. And I'd be a little bit more paranoid, probably. Yeah. Like I do I do think that these kind of like dreams and premonitions like do happen. Like maybe mm-hmm. not to this extent. Yeah. But I do think that like even us like having dreams at nighttime and stuff yeah. like that, like some of it is like kind of true stuff, right? Yeah, like I get deja vu all the time. Yeah. I don't know where the hell it comes from. I don't know if I like I dream it or or what, mm. but like I, there's often times where I'm like, I've seen this before. I've had this conversation before. Yeah. Stuff like that. From what um, I, I saw a video recently and uh, it was. Um, so the, the white light that you see whenever you pass. Yeah. Is the first light that you see when you wake up mm. as a new life. So like reincarnation. Reincarnation. And you're crying as a baby because you realize that you just died and you slowly forget about your old life and deja vu is you remembering your past life. But if it's my past life, how am I having deja vu? Like how that would just be like having the same conversation in a past life and a new life. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe, I believe in, in certain things. I don't necessarily, ah, I don't know if I believe in reincarnation. Um, no, I don't think I do. Um, I do like that theory though of yeah. like the the white light being like your rebirth and all this stuff. Like uh-huh. I think it's a cool concept. Yeah. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah, because um, no one really knows, right? Yeah. And like Sarah has this book, I can't remember what it was called, but it was this doctor. Uh, he was a neuropathologist and he mm-hmm. died and was brought back to life. Yeah. And then he wrote a book describing what it, like what death was. Cause he could remember mm-hmm. like what happened. Yeah. So I've never read it. She said it was really good. Um, but she also said like, he talks a lot about like religion and God and stuff like that. And I'm not mm-hmm. about that. I don't, I don't believe in that stuff, but um, so I've kind of lost interest in it with that, but. I don't know. 
I'm a firm believer in like the afterlife. I just don't believe that we go to heaven and I don't believe yeah. there's a God and shit like that. Yeah. 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 Agreed. I think there's like dead people around us. Yeah. That's yeah, my, yeah. that's my thoughts. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think of Tony Todd's character? Do you think that he legitimately like has a reason to be in this franchise or do you think it's, Kind of like, not a cop air, but like. He's just a name to have in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't think he has a reason to be in the franchise mm-hmm. necessarily. I mean, it's cool that like, I liked his character in the mm-hmm. first movie where he's just a, a mortician. Yeah. I like, um, in, I like in the first two. Yeah. Where he's a guy who's working here and, you know, helps them out. Yeah, and then the, in the third and fifth one, he just kind of randomly shows up. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, that's out of place. His character in the first two movies is good. Yeah, and then, like, the fifth movie, like, okay, that's, like, a prequel, yes, but, like, yeah, why is he at this funeral for mm-hmm. these workers? Yeah. And just, like, kind of creepily, he doesn't even say, like, many words, like, I wonder how much he got paid to be in the fifth one. Yeah. I'd like to know how much he gets paid for a lot of his roles. Yeah. Cause he's, he has his, obviously his, uh, his leading credits in like Candyman mm-hmm. uh, and some other ones too. I can't think of off the top of my head, but like, like he's in a lot of movies. Well, I think we mentioned his uh, acting credits like yeah, a while ago, right? Like, like 300 acting credits or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, does he get, like, $5,000 per role? Mm-hmm. Or does he get, like, $50,000? Yeah. Just because he's Tony Todd? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like in the first one, like, it probably had a little bit lower of a budget. So, I feel like he would have signed on for a little bit cheaper. Yeah. What do you think about his character? Um, I like him in the first two movies. But then, like... Uh, he's in three, right? Yeah, he was in three, but he wasn't in four. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I liked his character. Um, I don't know. It, it, obviously, getting someone like that in like a random movie like this, like, does kind of seem like oh, you're just kind of using it to get people in, like, to buy the DVD or whatever, you know. Yeah, I agree. He's yeah, he's just an, a, a recognizable name in horror to latch on to your movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing that I didn't even pick on um, up on until this watch of the first movie is that in the first movie on his uh, ticket for his baggage says final destination does it yeah Hmm. so like that's why they named this franchise this yeah yeah um do you think if it was like a different uh like scenario with the opening scene if this franchise could have been named anything else well i mean like the title final destination doesn't really make sense for this franchise at all. No, like 
I guess death is the final destination we could say, but like, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's different titles for it. Yeah. I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I mean, yeah, like, me either, but yeah. Final destination just <laughs> seems like, like if you're, if you have no idea what these movies are about and someone said, Hey, let's watch final destination. Like you're not going to think it's anything like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you like in the first movie, the random Raptors poster? Did you notice yeah. that? How do you fucking find all this shit? No, I didn't <laughs> notice that. Where was that? In the opening credits of final destination, it has, there's a Toronto Raptors poster on the wall. Really? Yeah, man. See, this is a, a thing I bring up later on in my reviews, and it's a stupid thing to complain about. And I say in my review that it's a stupid thing to complain about. But these opening credits are ridiculous, man. Yeah. They are so yeah. long. And like I skipped through all Dude, them, number so five was stupid. the longest credits ever. Yeah. Like it's an hour and 31 minute movie, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I swear six or seven minutes yeah. of it is the opening credits. Yeah. I mean, I love number three, but number three, there's like a spider crawling all along the girl in the bed. It's like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. So, I mean, I, in my defense, I didn't see the Raptors poster because I skipped through all of these credits. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. That is cool. Um, one final thing for me before okay. we get to our rankings of these. Yeah. Uh, I hated in the fourth movie when they're in like the cafe studio and then like the car comes through or whatever Mm -hmm. comes through the window and then it cuts to this like shitty like x-ray x-ray video or whatever and it shows them all get killed but it's like i don't know man so dumb i i don't understand what the (laughs) point of that was like are they trying to be edgy and like oh here's all the bones breaking Mm -hmm. and shit like that yeah, but I mean, you don't want to see that. Like, we're watching these movies; we want to see the actual yeah. deaths happening. Exactly, and like we've said this many times on this podcast, like studios stop using fucking CGI. Yeah, practical effects will always hold up better than CGI. The worst practical effects will hold up better than the best CGI. Yeah, yeah. In horror movies, anyway, it's like yeah, and like I think Final Destination three was like the perfect kind of like median, like it had both practical and CGI, and the CGI wasn't yeah. that bad, mm-hmm. you know. CGI was used where it was needed mm-hmm. in the first three movies, like yeah. like the explosions and shit like that. It wasn't used so much in the blood and the gore and all that stuff. Yeah, so. It was it was tasteful CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and then the third one, pretty much fucking Frankie causes the accident, right? Yeah, because he Cause you brings his camera. He brings his fucking oh. camera on the yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the roller coaster accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he basically kind of caused the accident in the drive-through too, because he was being a prick and wouldn't move his car. Yeah. So sucks to suck, Frankie, but now you have an engine in the back of your head. Yeah. All right. How do you rank these movies? All right. Um, we've already talked about it, but my least favorite was the Final Destination or Final Destination 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one is Final Destination 5. Yeah. My third favorite. Well, yeah. Third favorite is the first Final Destination. Okay. Yeah. 
My second favorite is Final Destination 2. Yeah. And my favorite is Final Destination 3. Okay. Well, this is boring because I have the exact same. Exact same. Game. Okay. <laughs> Although for me, I had a real hard time deciding which one for two and one. Me too. Yeah. Um, honestly, I could, those are the same movie to me. Like, yeah, I like them equally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, four, five, one, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Like two and three could easily, or one and two could easily swap. Mm-hmm between second and third yeah but again like the slight edge for me goes to the nostalgia factor because like like mm-hmm. i mentioned before like final destination 2 was the first movie in the franchise that i watched so it was yeah. it's always been like at the forefront of my memories for these movies and i forgot too that um her friends in number two get killed like at the beginning, like they get up, they oh. end up getting killed anyway. Yeah. Cause like when they pulled up and the guy's like a smoker and stuff, I was like, I don't remember these guys in it that much. <laughs> and then like the cop saves a girl and they just get like smoked by the fucking transport. Yeah. 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 It was wild. Um, so how would you uh, rate kind of this franchise with other? franchises um it's not overly high for me but at the same time final destination 2 like seriously fucked up an entire generation of people i've already mentioned that Mm. um so although like the franchise isn't super high on my horror franchises list there's certain installments that were super Mm -hmm. effective like the first three we've already mentioned but the first three are great like they're they're what these movies are supposed to be Mm -hmm. um but then like four and five come out and it just like the whole franchise takes a very hard spike down like i don't know so i I think if they leave it as a, a three movie franchise this this could be a lot higher yeah what if four and five swapped hmm would you like five more? I don't think so. Just because, like, again, we have, like, the super, super shitty CGI and, like, the 3D movie-style mm-hmm. graphics. and The fucking the girl get that falls onto the sailboat. <laughs> yeah, like, and the blood, like, yeah. like, geysers up. And it's just, yeah, man, I don't know, like, this franchise has such high potential to be like mm-hmm. very, very good. And the first three movies did show us that it could be very, very good. Yeah. But then I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, it was, it was the mid two thousand. So like CGI was coming in like full force. Mm-hmm. And like, I just don't think people knew how to use it. Like didn't use it properly. And like CGI from that time period is so bad now. Yeah. Like we look at movies like Resident Evil. Yeah. And like the CGI in that movie is so bad. Yeah. It just doesn't hold up, man. And no. I know we say it all the time, but like seriously, it like it affects the quality of the movies. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Leave it as like a three movie franchise or like do 
four and five without the shitty CGI. And I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's a much better franchise. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I said like, for me personally, I'd say it's like slightly above average, but okay. in reality, it's probably just an average horror franchise. Yeah. 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 I just, can agree with that. Just because like the first three movies are super nostalgic for me. So mm-hmm. Yeah, for me personally, slightly above average, but right. yeah. Uh, did you have anything else to talk about or mention about these the franchise in depth? I was gonna ask, like, because we asked this in Phantasm, but like, how does the killer rank for you amongst other horror killers? It's a it's a weird one for this franchise, but I mean, he's the OG. <laughs> right <laughs> right he's, he's death he's death he's in every single horror movie ever mm-hmm. yeah like, he controls jason he controls michael yeah they are death it's true but yeah i mean he doesn't compare to anyone else really <laughs> like uh i do like the creativity in this movie yeah. i think it's what makes this movie like stand apart from other horror movies? Yeah. That's yeah. That's like the main thing that I said too. Mm-hmm. So like, it's a very cool concept that death has its own design. Yeah. And like, they almost make death seem like a, like a spiritual entity mm-hmm. in these movies. Yeah. Like it manipulates things to, in order to fit what its design is. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. It's like death is in control of everything. Mm-hmm. Which I mean realistically is kind of true. Yeah. Like I mean we have our we have our adrenaline junkies and shit like that but like the normal person they won't do shit because they're afraid of dying. Mm-hmm. Like some people might not skydive because they're afraid that the parachute's not going to open up or they're not going to bungee jump because they're afraid that the rope's going to snap or like yeah i'm not gonna go fucking like that guy that walked across the two skyscrapers i'm not gonna (laughs) do that like (laughs) like, yeah i mean like because death is always like in in your mind Mm -hmm. right like you're not gonna do stupid shit that could kill you um i did say that like Although it's poorly, like sometimes poorly translated to screen through that, this franchise, um, it's still a very original concept in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's definitely had some copycats over the years too, which I guess could could speak to to its creativity. Like movies like Countdown, like that movie was kind of a, a copycat of this movie or of this franchise. Yeah. I still haven't seen that movie, but yeah, it's not it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else? Um, hmm. I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, could you create your own death in one of these movies? Like everyday Mark Sherbach life. It would be sad. How would you die? It would be something at work guaranteed. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) I work in an office, but like I work in an office within a warehouse. Uh-huh. Um, so we have fork trucks flying around all the time and like order pickers and shit like that. And like transport trucks that I have to go out and talk to. So like, yeah, I'm going to get a fork driven through my chest 
Or I'm okay. going to get hit by a transport truck or something like that. Okay. Knock on wood that that won't happen. My old job, like within the same building, but like my yeah. old job, like I was running cable onto reels. Yeah. And I had a very bad habit of holding my hand on the cable while it was going like 120. Oh, dude, you'll get shocked. Well, I mean, yeah, you can, but <laughs> um, yeah, because there's actually like a, a box that it goes through and it's a sparker to test for any holes or anything like that. Okay. But like I had a bad habit of holding my hand on the cable while the cable's flying onto this reel because I would feel for like imperfections if I had yeah. to like stop it and fix it. But like if any piece of like loose clothing or like anything like that got caught I'd be fucking gone. And like, I've seen videos of it happening and I would still do it. And like the videos are terrifying, man. Like that's fucked. Like terrifying. Well, your arm would get ripped the fuck off. Right. Or I would get slung up in the reel. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked, man. Like the videos are insane, dude. Like it's like real life final destination. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, my job now is a little less dangerous. I just have to watch out for fork trucks, which yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah, that's how I die probably. Okay. What about you? That's an interesting question. I like this a lot actually. <laughs> it's kind of like morbid, it's kind of fucked but... up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, man. Um... Like you work in an electrical supply store, right? So like I do, but I don't. I feel like I'm like one of a kind. Like kind of. I'm Whoa. Not, I'm not dumb, but like stupid i always do stupid shit so i feel like it'd be it'd be like a typical brook thing where i like yeah i don't like walking up my stairs in my house and i just like the board like falls out i trip and like smash my face on the the <laughs> pavement or something stupid <laughs> yeah. just like the most random ass thing ever yeah also my biggest fear is other people mm. like i i think I'm a, I'm a great driver yeah. And my biggest fear is other people on the road. Seriously, dude, me too. Yeah. I've never, never been in an accident, touch wood again in Neither my entire life. Wood, yeah. Um, like I've never even gotten like I've gotten one speeding ticket in my life. I and haven't just, yet, knock on wood. <clears throat> I got mine in Quebec and they like oh, they, have fuckers. A, they have a hard on for pulling over Ontario plates. Yeah. Um but like yeah, like I'm a I'm not a cautious driver, but I'm a very alert driver. Yeah, I'm very uh, like defensive, mm -hmm. but I can also be like aggressive. Yeah, like know? when we when we drive in the city, <clears throat> like we lived in the city for seven, six or seven years. Yeah. So like when we go back to the city for like anything, whatever, if Sarah's driving, she like she'll wait yeah. and wait and wait and wait for like a long enough break in cars where she can like pull out of a parking lot. Yeah. Like you need to just go because yeah. we're going to be yeah, waiting yeah. here all day long. And she refuses. Yeah. She won't. Yeah. So like with me, I just fucking peel out and yeah, I'll cut yeah. somebody off because that's what you do in the city. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just what happens. But yeah. I mean, like if I'm on the highway and shit like that, like I pay attention yeah. to everything around me. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Especially transport drivers, because now, like, I work, like I mentioned, like, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a receiving clerk 
and I deal with transport drivers all the time. And I see how stupid some of them are. I'm sorry if we have any transport drivers that are listening right now. Um, but like 80% of the ones that I deal with on a daily basis are so stupid. And like yeah. now I'm driving on the road and I'm seeing all these guys. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I see you and you and you, and you yeah. cannot back into a fucking loading dock but you're driving on a fucking 400 series highway at 105 kilometers an hour. Yeah. It's terrifying, man. Like it's weird that like certain things in your life can project onto your thoughts about other stuff. Yeah. But anyways, rant over. over. (laughs) All right. That was my last question. All right. Let's get into these ratings. You forgot something and I'm not going to let you forget it this time. What do you mean? That's the way the blood splatters. There you go. I was testing you. (laughs) The shitty CGI blood. Yes. Lots of blood in this franchise. Mm -hmm. All right. How did you rate this franchise on story and quality? Okay. Before I get to that, one more question. Okay. What do you think this new movie is going to be since they like five kind of was like a prequel to it you think it's just going to carry on like after four i could see them trying to remake the first one i could see that too actually yeah but i mean realistically all of the sequels are just a remake of the first one because it's it's all the same story right like yeah the person has a premonition they try and defeat death yeah, they try and like trick it basically. So I mean, I don't know. I think I feel like it's just going to be like a continuation of like what they've already done. Yeah. yeah, because it's it's something that worked, I guess, back yeah. in the early and mid two thousands. So I feel like that's just kind of what they're going to go with. Okay. All right. Yeah. So for my story, I didn't really do any write ups for this one. So, uh, story give a seven out of ten. Um, super cool original concept. Uh, but by the fourth movie, like it kind of did lose what the first movie kind of had. Um, most of the characters in the move in the franchise I liked a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Our protagonist. I like, um, I think my favorite is uh, uh, Winstead, I forget her yeah. first name. Uh, Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like four, by four and five, like, especially four, like, it just seems so like cookie cutter put together. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So seven out of 10 for a story. And for quality, give a five out of 10. Um, number four and five really bring it down a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first three movies, like the CGI is very little and far between. Um, the gore is awesome. Uh, I thought the acting, like, obviously it's not great and yeah. you don't really have any A or B listers apart from a couple actors, mm-hmm. but it wasn't terrible. Uh, four and five, Especially four, just like ugh, so bad. Um, 
I like the music a lot in this franchise too. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, seven out of ten and five out of ten. All right, cool. Number two. Uh, we have very similar scores. Okay. Uh, my story, I gave it a six out of ten. Yeah. Uh, basically, say what you said. Like the franchise started off strong with the first three installments. Um, the concept of the original movie had never been done before, so it was a very fresh idea coming off the tail end of the late '90s surge of slashers. Um, as I mentioned before, some of the catastrophes we see in the first few movies have stuck with our generation for decades now. Um, unfortunately, the final two installments were big misses for me, and they got a little too ridiculous and overdone at that point. Um, if they kept the franchise at just three, this franchise would be a lot better, in my opinion. <clears throat> uh, quality, I give it a five out of ten also. Uh, I said the kills were extremely innovative and over-the-top fun, um, but they're plagued with horrible cgi and 3d movie type visuals in the final two movies yeah um i love most of the kills in this franchise and if they could have pulled them off with practical effects we would have had a much higher score here i think yeah um the acting was pretty lackluster in all the movies which is a shame Mm -hmm. um because the movies i assume got higher and higher budgets as they went on so they could have probably gotten better actors yeah um and then i bring up like the stupid complaint that i brought up earlier but the the opening credit scenes just being way, way, way too long. <laughs> yeah. like, just, I get that. Just yeah. obnoxiously long. Yeah. Like if I was to sit and watch them, I'd be bored and I wouldn't want to watch the movie. Yeah. Like imagine going to the movie theater and watching these and having mm-hmm. to sit through like a seven minute opening credit scene. It's like yeah. my bag of popcorn and my drink would be gone. Yeah. But that means that again, like, that's what the older movies had. It's true. Right? It is like true. A, like a lot like The Shining, like those movies from that day had long opening credits, like Friday mm. the 13th, Halloween. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I guess like the Halloween opening credit is like iconic, but at the same time, like. I think the music helps. Yeah. It's a boring opening credit. Like we just watch a pumpkin decompose. Yeah. Which. I mean, it's kind of cool in a sense, but like, yeah, it's far too long as well. I don't like long opening credits. Just just get to the okay. fucking movie. Okay, fair enough. I like the movies that start off right away and then you're like five or ten minutes into the movie and then like the title card pops up and like that's yeah, it, and you're yeah, yeah. into the movie still. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Just Yeah, just get me into it. All right, so yeah, six out of ten and a five out of ten for me. <clears throat> so very similar to your scores. Um. Okay, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored every movie in the franchise. Do you want to do what we did last time? You just uh, rapid fire the. Yes, let's the... do it. All right. Final destination. Fifty-eight. Thirty-five. Oh shit! Okay, I know how this is going to go for the rest of them. Then thirty-five <laughs> percent on ninety-six reviews and an average score of four point eight out of ten. The audience rated it a 68% on 250,000 ratings and uh, average score of 3.7 out of 5 or a 7.4 out of 10. The critics hate this franchise, eh? uh, Yes, they do. Except for one. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you which one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Final Destination 2. Uh, 32%. A little closer. Um, critics give it a 48%. Oh, okay. 
on 111 reviews and an average score of five out of 10. So slightly better than the first one. Uh, the audience gave it a 58% on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 3.4 out of 5 or a 6.8 out of 10. Final Destination 3. 52%. 43%. Oh, okay. Uh, on 116 reviews and an average score of 5.1 out of 10. So again, slightly higher than the previous two. The audience gave it a 57% on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 3.4 out of 5 or a 6.8 out of 10. All right. The final destination. It's going to be like an 18. Is that your guess? Yeah. 27%. Okay. On 99 reviews and an average score of 4.1 out of 10, the audience gave it a 35%. Mm. on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 2.8 out of 5 or a 5.6 out of 10. Final Destination 5. Let's go with a 39. 62%. (laughs) What? Yep. On 137 reviews and an average score of 5.9 out of 10. Now, my guess is that more people probably reviewed that movie than it does the have, other ones. It does have the highest reviews. Yeah. 137. The next highest is 116. Um, but it is the most popular movie among critics. Um, the audience rated it a 52% on 50,000 ratings and an average score of 3.3 out of 5 or a 6.6 out of 10. So if we go by the audience ratings, their least favorite was Final Destination 4, and then Final Destination 5, and then Final Destination 3, and then 2, and then 1. So similar to what we had, kind of. Like, we had the same top three, just in a different order. I can't believe the critics gave Final Destination 5 fucking 62 percent i know like that's the highest rated one for the critics (laughs) i don't get it Uh, all right letterboxd so final destination one has a 3.1 uh we both scored it the same gave it a three Mm. Uh, final destination two has a 2.9 now this is where i i'll probably change this but I gave it a 2.5, okay. even though I ranked number two higher than one in our what I just said before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you gave it a three. Uh, Final Destination 3 also has a 2.9. Um, I gave it a 4.5. Uh, you gave it a 3.5. Uh, number four has a 2.2. I gave it half a star. I saw that. <laughs> uh, you gave it one and a half stars. Yeah. Uh, number five has a 2.8, so pretty close to the loans. I gave it a two and a half, and you gave it a two. Yeah. So the average score of uh, Letterboxd is a 2.78, so slightly above average. Um, and we actually have the same average of a 2.6. You and me? Yep, out of five. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I guess like you're half a star and your 4.5 would kind of like bounce each other out. Yeah. Wow. So we both are slightly above average at a 2.6 for this franchise. Just like our sex life. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. As if we have the exact same score. I know. I had to redo it to make sure I didn't fuck it up. But. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's cool. All right, you ready for the body bag section? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> uh, the kill count. I want you to guess the kill count. Okay, question. Yes, it includes everybody. Like, even the premonition at the start of the movie. Well, the premonition comes true, right? I guess everyone does die. But they don't die twice, though, right? No, 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 no. It doesn't double up the deaths. And are we... (laughs) A lot of questions, okay? (laughs) People who aren't in the movie, like the main characters... Mm -hmm but also die in the premonition. Like yeah. the rest of the people on the plane, yeah. do they count as? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I went for a total kill cam, man. Like all the deaths. Okay. <clears throat> so one and two have a lot of deaths. Yeah. Three and four is a racetrack. That's a lot of deaths. Five is a lot of deaths too. I, I don't know. I'm going to say 666. Wow. That's a good guess. <laughs> um, you're not close, but it's a good guess. Okay. Uh, 496 deaths. I think that's incorrect. I just went with what, uh, what I found. Okay. Um, Final Destination, the first one. Yeah. Has the most deaths in any horror movie with 292. Okay. 287 of those were from a plane, plane, plane crash. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, the second most deaths in any horror movie is from Brightburn. Oh, the final, the, like the, the scene at the very end. Yeah. The plane. Yeah. They count that. That's uh, that's kind of silly. It's like 200. I think it had 274. Yeah. But yeah, across the fran- across the franchise, 496 deaths. Hmm. I feel like there was way more deaths in three and f- or four and five. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like that was whole four. that was like the San Francisco Bridge, like that whole thing went down. Not the whole thing. It was just a section of it. It was a lot. But a lot of people also got off. I guess. Like once everybody started running, a lot of those people got off. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. Like 292, like let's 496 minus 292. That's still 204 deaths spanning across four other movies. So, I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah. The roller coaster only had like half of the roller coaster train at that point. So like yeah, what, say like, like sixteen people. Yeah, let's say yeah. that. And then plus the however many died throughout the movie, like mm-hmm. eight, maybe we'll say. And then 
two had the the freeway. So I mean, I don't know how many people would have died in that, but it seemed like a lot. Yeah. It was a big crash. And the racetrack, let's just say 50 people died in the racetrack. And then uh what was the fifth one? The bridge. The bridge. Oh yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. another question before I move on, just thought of it. Yeah. What's your pitch for the opening scene in Final Destination 5? Ooh. It's got to be something relevant with this day and age. Huh. What's relevant? Like well, everyone's staying inside now, so like Yeah. COVID. <laughs> uh, COVID would be so stupid if they did that. They would do that. Huh. I feel like it'd be something to do with like technology. Yeah. Hmm. What if we did like, okay, so we've had an airplane, we've had a freeway, we've had a roller coaster, we've had a racetrack, and we've had uh, a bridge. Hmm. I don't know. A lot of stuff is like vehicular, right? Yeah. We did like a train. That, that's, that's, that's my thoughts too. Yeah. Yeah. And like something happens with like the controls on the train, but we've already had a train too with like the subway train at the end of three. Oh yeah. We didn't even bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. That ending was fucking crazy. And the, the it was, yeah. Three's ending was really good. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I would have to sit and think about that. Yeah. I could see. Yeah. It's got to be some vehicular though. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What'd you give for a scare rating? I give it a five out of 10. Okay. Um, really cool kills, really cool gore. Um, and then like the first like three movies, like that opening scene is very realistic of stuff that could happen. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, your scariest movie in the franchise? Scariest movie in the franchise? Um, I'd probably say three. Okay. Because it was like kind of like the more realistic deaths mm-hmm. that could happen in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And they also, also the deaths felt more real. Like I felt them more. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, your favorite death in the franchise. So my favorite death might surprise you actually. Okay. It was Perry's death in number three, which is uh, the friend of the sister. The uh, the Chinese girl. Okay. Um, Did she so, get impaled? Was she the one that got impaled? Yes. Yeah. So that scene, whenever it happened again, I was watching Patina. Just the build up to it, like they they save the sister, and then they're all there, and they're like, "Hey, tell me who was on the the coaster with you? Like they're next." And then Perry like stands up slowly. And then the she gets impaled by the horse thing. And I just like jump up. I was like, ah! <laughs> and like laughing. And Bettina was like making fun of me so hard because like 
<laughs> just so quick. And then her body like slides down yeah. the, the fucking sphere. Oh man, I love it so much. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <clears throat> that would, actually so, did surprise me. Yeah. How about you? Well, would you survive the franchise? The, no. I mean, death already, <laughs> death has me picked out to die. Yeah. Like, I can't defeat death, right? That's very true. Yeah. I have to ask, though. Deadpool or something, you know? <laughs> oh, anyway. shit. Uh, my, you, sc- man? my scare rating, I gave it a six out of 10. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the gore and everything that you mentioned, and the fact that, like, I'm still scared to drive behind log trucks. Like, it just, it, those first three movies are so effective. We've already talked about it, so I'm not going to reiterate it again, but yeah. yeah. Um, the scariest movie in the franchise, Final Destination 2, for the above-mentioned reason. <laughs> uh, my favorite death in the franchise, it's got to be the tanning beds for me, man. Like, yeah, That was just one. such a brutal death. And like most of the kills or deaths in this franchise are quick, and yeah. like the person just like is dead. Yeah. But like this was fucking brutal, man. Like we watched these girls get burned alive by Mm -hmm. a tanning bed. And then like the tanning beds get so hot that the glass breaks and they fall through. So they're getting chopped up by all this broken glass and then they're getting electrocuted by the light bulbs after Mm -hmm. it's just, it's insane, man. Yeah. And it's like, it's a prolonged scene. It's like a solid, like two minute scene of them just burning alive in these tanning beds. Yeah. It's crazy. Trying to like claw their way through the back of it and they can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts, man. And would I survive? No, Uh, there's no way of surviving them. Once death comes knocking, you aren't escaping. Yeah. That's all I got. Nice. All right. So. Um, yeah, that, that's the end of our October episodes. Uh, we've done two. Um, that's it. I had so much fun with these franchises, man. Like, oh, me too. Yeah, I really, really want to do more of these. Uh, yeah, me too. I think these two were perfect because a they're both really fun franchises to watch and talk about. Yeah, and b there's only four, f- uh, five movies in both of them. Yeah, so it wasn't it didn't feel like a chore or a task no, to do. No. Um, I think if we ever like tried to do like Halloween or like Friday the 13th or something like that, like we'd probably want to shoot ourselves, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I would, I would really like to do these every once in a while. Yeah. Me I too, man. Them. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But yeah, so obviously our next episode after this one is going to be released in November. Um, We're going back to our regularly scheduled format of just kind of picking our own movies. Um, I'm assuming we're probably going to do a villain face off next month. It's been a been a minute since we've done one. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Um, But yeah, so I get to pick our next movie. Um, And I watched some of the 101 um, scariest horror movie moments docu-series that's on Shudder. Yeah. I've been, I've been making note of movies that I haven't seen that I want to okay. see that are based off of, uh, or that are in this docu-series, I should say. Um, so I'm picking the orphanage for us to watch. That's the foreign one. Yeah. It's I think it's Spanish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, it's in that it's on that 101 list and it's also mm-hmm. on the top 250 horror movies list. So we yes. get to knock that <laughs> off. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's one that I've always wanted to watch and I think it looks super creepy. Um, I hope it's not going to be a letdown like Session 9 was for us. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it'll be a first time watch for me. I'm assuming a first time watch for you. Yes. So I think it'll be it'll be fun to talk about. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm picking. Very nice. All right. And if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T public account, our, uh, Patreon account. If you just put the podcast that way, um, there's also links to our, um, to each of our individual letterboxed accounts. Sorry, it's been so long since I've done this. <laughs> um, each of our individual letterboxed accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Sir. All right. All right, guys. It's been a slice. It has. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>